Listen, if your diet consists of Taco Bell and junk food and being the heaviest you can possibly be, then you're going to enjoy TFSJiu-Jitsu.com. TFS Jiu-Jitsu is a website focused around Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu technique videos that actually work. Great fundamentals provided by many different instructors from various levels. It really has a lot to offer to a white belt in Jiu-Jitsu all the way up to a black belt. It's a great website, and with gi videos and no gi videos, it really kind of keeps everything nice and fresh. Ben Tallini is a team balance black belt, and when he built this website, he wanted to put a focus on building something that people felt confident in the information that they were receiving. And Ben has done a fantastic job with this website. He has provided us with a lot of great techniques and a lot of different ways that you can get to different positions in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So make sure you guys check them out at tfsjujitsu.com. Listen, Ben put a lot of time into this, and there has been a lot of nights where he has eaten Crunchwrap Supremes putting this website together. So make sure you show Ben some love. The website's tfsjiujitsu.com. So my next guest is Bill Harlowski. I met him at a Howard Hanna event when he was actually the photographer. And since COVID hit, he has kind of shifted in most of his business from photography to now really launching his uh, marketing company. It is called Winning Business and Marketing Systems. He helps businesses uh, from all over, all backgrounds, from how to have a better social media influence, how to automate your calendars, use automated messages and chat bots. He has got a wealth of knowledge and he's a great person. I've always liked talking to Bill and when I had a chance to to do this podcast, I really got to learn of like how much it is really goes into marketing because it's such a broad term, right? I hear that used quite a lot in real estate and marketing can be so many various different things. You have to have a lot of different hats on and lucky for Bill. He looks great in a lot of different hats. He's uh he's a great guy and I really hope you like this podcast. If you want more information on his website and his marketing strategy, go to get wms.com. That's winning business and marketing systems. Without further ado, here is my friend, Bill. Well, I guess we'll start with introduce yourself and what your company is. Um, Bill Herlowski, Winning Business and Marketing Systems. Okay, cool. What uh, so? What exactly is does your company focus on? It's it's something that you run yourself, right? It's it's actually something that leaned in. I mean, as you might you might have known, I've been a professional photographer for over twenty years. Yeah, and. That turned into a um, event business where I handled mostly corporate events. And uh, then that's how I uh, the, actually met you. It was from uh, the Howard Hanna Awards. 
correct. Um, I handled all the Howard Hanner Awards and uh, and going all the way back to before, you know, when it was Realty USA, I did all of their events. Oh, wow. And it was funny. I I just looked and I I saw that uh, Donna Jordan uh, used one of the pictures from the booth in her podcast. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when I did, uh, see, I always try to, uh, you know, prior to this, I used to do it like, I would do the podcast person to person and I'd snag a picture of both of us together. But, uh, since COVID hit, I'm always just trying to like, Oh, I know Donna. I know I got a picture of her somewhere. And that one was probably the best and funniest that I had of, of us together. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, so when for the past nine years, I was pretty much 99% corporate events. I did all, um, all of the Syracuse University, a lot of you know, Whitman School, all their events. Um, so all corporate events, parties, all the get-togethers. When COVID hit, literally everything just disappeared. Yeah, right. Business I was mean, that's gone. Yeah, everything just kind of. <laughs> how long have you been a photographer for? Uh, probably twenty-three, twenty-four years now. Oh wow! So I, I started off as a wedding photographer. Um, I, I did have a. Uh, a a walk-in retail uh, studio in Liverpool for probably about seven years. Did primarily wedding, did about, I've done about 675 weddings in my career and uh, got burnt out on that. Yeah. That's what I hear. A lot of the, the wedding photographers say it gets, uh, it gets, it can get to you after a while. Oh yeah. You know, and I did, you know, did my handful of seniors that would, would do a, anywhere from, you know, 50 or so seniors a year. And, you know, you're fight you're fighting with, uh, you know, you're fighting with the technology of the phones and, you know, times, times change, you know, there's right. still business out there. It's just whether or not you want to fight for the business. And after so long, I decided, you know, not to photo booths came along. I did, I built my own and incorporated what I knew from photography into it. And that's what grew the, um, the photo booth business over the past nine, 10 years. And, it got the eye of corporate and that's pretty much what I was doing. That's cool. So you transitioned from doing weddings to now more, more photo booth focused, at least pre COVID. Yeah, it was just, uh, it just turned into event, you know, coverage. I would, I would, I would do photo booths, but I would also do the, be the professional photographer capturing the events, um, you know, awards, stuff like that. That's cool. That's, you know, I got a, my friend, Jeremy, he's a photographer and the more I talk to him, the more I learn how many different, um, I guess you would say mediums of photography, right? You have portrait, event, weddings, uh, landscape, wildlife. There's so many different like forms that you could take. Did you have one that you liked the most? Obviously wedding was the moneymaker, but did you like bird watching? I don't know. The, the 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 thing about it is um most photographers get into photography as a, with a passion of photography um i got into it as a as a need at the time and i just happened to be good at it so mm-hmm. um did I, I i enjoyed you know the the capture the day of those that's the easy part it's all the, it's all the back end stuff <laughs> right because you have to edit a lot of photos and weddings are like really intricate you got a lot of photos you have to go through yeah, and I, I and I refused to outsource. I did try it a couple times, but uh, just just didn't work for me. But got out of it with the um, with the event business, and COVID took care of the event business in March. Yeah, so now you shifted, putting more focus into your business now, your marketing 
so so what happened is the the past couple of years before you know uh, COVID hit, business changed. So I started. I dove, dove into marketing. So I probably spent about thirty grand uh, about four years prior, just go, going to different seminars, doing different training websites, uh, funnels. Um, you know, learning how to drive traffic. Uh, and it was just more of a hobby for me to do for my own business. Mm-hmm. And then when COVID hit and it was gone, I was like, all right, I'm out of business. I got no money coming in. Um, <laughs> so no, how do you do evolve? Do? How do I evolve? So I literally just, um, all right, you know, let's take my other little, uh, I'm, I'm kind of a technical nerd. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know it all, but I love, um, you know, apps. I love technology and what, you know, what things that they can do to help simplify our lives as much as they make them difficult at the same time yeah i know right this is like this phone is amazing but i'm on the flip side i always am curious how some agents lived without their phone you know like 30 years ago the fact you would have to run and get contracts signed you had to set up showings by calling people I could just click two things if you want to see a house. Boom, boom, showing done. We're set for Saturday at three. You know, I as nice of a tool it is. Sometimes I have to, I have to put a, put it down and step away from it. You know. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Totally get it. So um, I had to just go on 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 my next closest strength. You know, which was you know helping you know the small businesses. So I and but nobody knew me as a marketer. Nobody knew me as a digital guy. They knew me as a photographer and I'm like, all right. So I, I hopped back into the Liverpool chamber of commerce and just started, you know, I did also the, I'm in Rochester. Now I live in Rochester. I just mm-hmm. moved to Rochester last year and I also jumped, jumped into a, a chamber of commerce out here and different groups and just listened. And when something came up that I could give some feedback on, I would help them out with the digital world on on how to you know do lead gen, how to build a database, and I started doing that for you know a couple people. I'm actually got ahead of myself. One of the other ways I did could because of all the restaurants when they got when COVID hit they they were pretty much hurt the most. Yeah, for sure, uh, and still are. Small. Yeah, and they still are. So I I wanted to. Um, help in my way as a win-win situation put 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 what i'm able to do out there and also help some others and do it do pro bono so i ended up reaching out to i think seven restaurants i messaged through facebook and um did direct message most of them were in um the syracuse area never didn't not one person responded really didn't even didn't even just just they just discounted it that I was trying to, you know, I don't know what they were discounting, but didn't even respond. And there was actually a couple of people that say, Hey, don't, don't you know how to do this stuff? I have this restaurant. Could you give them a call? I'm like, well, if you want to really help reach out to them, tell them that you're going to send me and we'll connect. Right. Never happened. They probably and thought then, you were uh, trying to sell them something, right? They're oh, like, correct. Oh, yeah. I'm I trying to sell them. And this would, this would have, this would teach a lot of them if they're listening, if they ever listened to this to, we should all listen to if we're going to call it. Yeah, it might be spam. It might be um, it might be a sales call, but you never know what it could be. I mean, you can find out usually within the first two minutes whether it's crap or not. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. And you're offering your services for free, right? Correct. Yep. And so what, what was the plan? What were you going to give them for free? So 
what what happened was as I did end up doing this for one person, but it was in it was in Albany. Mm. So I was sitting so I was sitting sitting at my house uh, at my house just scrolling through my feed, and I got a um, and I got a uh, uh, an ad for a beautiful it was like a it was like a breakfast plate, and I'm like, man, that looks great. And I looked where it was. I'm like, this is almost. 250 something miles away from me. So <laughs> your, your targeting is off just a tad. You shouldn't yeah. be showing me this ad. I sent him the same exact message verbatim, almost copied and paste what I sent all these other businesses in Liverpool and Baldwinsville and Syracuse. Um, won't name those, won't, won't name their names. <laughs> <laughs> but this particular restaurant, a Greek restaurant in, uh, in Troy, he's like, he discounted it for a little bit, but then about three hours later, he's like, so what's this about? You know, and I go, I'd, I'd like to offer some services to you, you know, no strings attached. Let's, you know, let's hop on a call. And he hopped on a call. I talked to him, told him, told him what I was going, going to be doing. It was basically helping him build his, his Facebook presence, um, help him build a database of VIP program, you know, collect you know, name, email, phone numbers and all that. So you can reach out because all businesses, that's what they need to do is build a database. Mm-hmm. So um, I started putting that in. Um, he's like, all right, let's give it a, sh- let's give it a shot. And I did free services for just him for six months. Oh, wow. Wow. So and that's, that was actually one of my questions was marketing is a very broad term. And it is. what type of marketing do you focus most on? It sounds like social media. So right now it's just, it, it, it does revolve all around a lot of social media. And um, my business has changed a lot over the past few months and I'm less doing marketing work now. And I'm more helping small businesses build their digital foundation and automations mm-hmm. um, because dealing with um, businesses, business owners, you still, they still need to do a little bit of work to get your, to have your marketing work properly and be willing to do certain things. And that uh, was burning me out fast because they just, they're, they're, they're tough to deal with. Right. And that, but what I, what I realized uh, after talking in many, um, before I get into the automation part, you know, I ended up uh, creating, having him create for himself. It's now called um, the Alexi's Diner Show. He never went live before on Facebook ever. And about three weeks in, I go, listen, you need to start going live. And this is what you're going to do. I don't want to go live. Never been doing. I'm like, I go, dude, I'm doing this shit for you for free. You're going to learn how to go live. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, he goes, okay. And ever since that day, he's been going live every single day. His, his engagement went through the roof. We, we increased his, his following, uh, we added about 2,000 people into his database in a very, very short time. Um, so it's uh, people absolutely loved it. It was their getaway, watch listening to him, and you know, I mean, just a just a one one of the things he did was started wearing his father's hats. He told me a little story about himself. He goes, ah, "My father loved collecting hats, so he started wearing hats." And I and I said, "Here's what you're going to do: you're going to wear a different hat every single day." just go through every single one of your hats. And that's what he did. He would, we went on live. Okay. This is, you know, Lexi's diner, you know, show here are our specials. 
here's what's going on. And you'd wear a different hat. He got to the end of his hats and he's like, this, and this was all him. This is what I loved about he, he spoiled me. He really did. He was my, I, he's your ideal client to have as a marketing client. He listens, he does what you say, say he doesn't, bitch piss and moan <laughs> work that ain't gonna work i'm like then why'd you call me if, if everything that you're doing is working why are you asking me what i should do i'm telling you what you need to be doing it was a constant fight right <laughs> but um he got to the end of the hats and he came up with this he's like you know what he hopped on did a live he's like all right everybody i'm, I'm out of hats he goes um, I need so, I need I need to get some donations. If anyone's willing to bring in a hat, I'm going to pick a, a winner for a free meal. You know, at the end of the week. Well, that just started a whole thing, and he got people um, buying them on Amazon for him, mailing them in, bringing them in. So all these different crazy hats and different things he was doing, he would wear them. Um, it's it, it's you really need to 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 check him out if you're ever in the Albany area. Go to uh, Alexi's Diner. Um, How do you spell it? It's A-L-E-X-I-S. Diner, it's in Troy. Yeah, you know, the Facebook Live thing is interesting because there's a uh, there's an agent in um, Utica. His name's Paul Sacco. He does this Hot Tub Tuesdays. He's got, I know he's got this accent. You, you know, about. Paul? Yeah, but that's a great example of... Yeah, right, and that's, that's the great thing about paul one is those hot tub tuesdays are him and it's just a random thought it's like have the day you deserve the day you earned you know like he's always it's always just one on what's on the top of his mind and, it, and it's him it's not it's not fluff you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think that's what people i think people like that when it's facebook live because just like the lexi's diner it's it's a glimpse into that guy's personality right that's I think oh, yeah, that's 100%. why people want to do business with him because you get to see his personality. And and people don't get that. It's all, all it's all marketing is for the most part, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's not all it is, but if you get visible and if you, you know, video and lives, it's, you know, you, you can't hide. Let people see your personality, let them know who you are as a person, and if they like your services, they're going to they're going to they're going to buy from you. They're going to use you. They're going to refer you. Right. Um, and deliver value. That's, that's the other thing that, you know, most people make a mistake at when they're doing email campaigns or anything like that. They always got their hand out. Most agents too. You know, that's how, that's, that's how it is too. Where we're, it's a weird business because you're always, you're always bragging about how awesome you're doing. And that was one thing that I tried to focus on going into this year is how can I give clients more value on things, you know, because it's, I don't think, people really care how many houses you sell in a week. People want, they want to be invested in you. They want to get something of value that they can take home from it. And that's really important. I, I totally agree with what you said. Yeah, it just, you know, just deliver them value, whatever value that is, whether that's, you know, how to, you know, get their house ready, things to do, whatever ways to, you know, come up with it and just deliver little 30 second, 60 second clips every day or every other day. And, you know, if you if you have an eat and, and and build a database, if you're delivering value and it's good value, um, you know, you, you it's the same thing like when we do VIP programs for restaurants. You know, if, if 
we want to get their name. We want to get their email. We want to get their cell phone number, you know, so we can reach out to them respectfully. And that's all businesses need to do is build your database. A database isn't just an email list. It's not an email list. It's not just a, te- it's not just a phone number list. A, a, a true database is name, email, phone number. Are they married? Are they single? Do they have kids? Do they like steak? Are they vegan? And being able to tag every single one of those people into it in a database or in a system so you know when you, ah, you know what, I got a special on steaks coming up here. I want to do a blast out to my, out to my list. Most people just pick, take their list, throw it out the over and see who it's going to stick to. Right. But you're turning off the people who are not interested in that item. Yeah, the vegans don't care about your steak. The vegans special. don't care, and some of them, some of them will get offended. Right. Some of them will uns- <laughs> hit that unsubscribe. Hit unsubscribe. Right. Um, and if you if you deliver value, if if the communication that you're having with your customers, your leads, your prospects, um are relevant to their interests they're gonna go wait a minute i mean man i i contacted i i downloaded his top 10 tips of whatever so many ago and you know because i was interested in that now he's delivering me something on the same thing months later how did he know that it's because he tagged them properly Mm -hmm. knew that you were you know it's just uh do you think that's the most the biggest common thread when a, a business or uh, somebody comes to you looking for help? Is that the the like the most common issue that they have is building a database? It, it, it's I won't say it's it's the most common. You know what I, I you know I'm going to take that back. Yeah, I'm going to say it's the most common because yeah. they're not doing it right. You know, or they're not doing it properly, or they're not even they don't even acknowledge it. If they have a if, you know, and I, I'm going to go to restaurants because I do, I have helped out, you know, a lot of restaurants and been in the industry a little bit um, since this all started. Uh, definitely, I'm not a connoisseur in the restaurant industry. There's uh, a lot more people that are. But the um, a lot of them have POS systems that they don't even realize that it's collecting that information. Right. That now, now you have to be careful. You got to make sure that you're not, you know, that they are opting in. If you're getting information and there's not a true opt-in, you know, you, you just want to be careful because you want to, yeah. you want to, I always say, you know, treat people right. Be ethical. Don't harass them. Treat them, treat your list with respect and they're going to love you for it. Right. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I've subscribed to a bunch of stuff over the, over these past months just out of curiosity and some of these people every day sometimes multiple times a day just lambasting yeah. your inbox yeah. because some mark some marketers have the mentality of i'm just going to annoy you until you get off my list you're either going to buy or get off my list you know yep. and i'm like I, I just think that's moronic yeah. yes it, it does it work hell yes works all the time but I just don't think it's uh, the way you want to, you know, a, a business should, you know, conduct their business. Yeah, for sure. D- is most of your clients restaurants? Um, right now, I have a, uh, two restaurants, but no, the, the ones that are, are starting to come on right now, I'm getting away from the lead generation and sh- showing people how to do automations, um, especially around Google and their calendar and booking systems. Mm-hmm. So, um I've got a, I've got, um, what business coach 
that's uh, doing work with me, another business coach that's coming on. Uh, I have a, a wellness center uh, that is just started working uh, with me. So it, it, it's 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 that was actually going to be one of my other questions too: is how many various like different types of companies do you have working with you? It's I, I'm still I'm still very because because my um, my focus has has changed so much over these past few months. Yeah. I was I wasn't I wasn't going all in. You haven't seen me out there much, um, and I, I'm I'm finding my niche right now is really helping people build their um, foundation of their business. Right. Um, from the start, I love, you know, this, this wellness center is brand new. She didn't have anything. So I love helping, helping them because she hasn't had a chance to screw anything up yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, not saying that everything I do is perfect, but I'm saying, I'm saving her a lot of headaches and frustrations. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the simple aspect of people who have to take calls, um, Zoom calls or phone calls or whatever, and schedule these. The people who are still saying, you know, you know, when are you available? And they're texting back and forth, back and forth. You know, I'm available here. I'm not available then. I'm like, I like just having a calendar here. Here's my calendar. Find a time that works best for you. Yeah. If it's available, I'm available. And they click it. They book it. They get sent an email um, with the Zoom link because I mostly do Zoom links. Then they get sent a text. And then leading up to it, this is also how we we put automations in place for people who schedule appointments. I mean, realtors should have these in place where not just an email is being sent as a reminder, but a text reminder, but a text reminder that has links in it that they can cancel or reschedule. Mm, yeah. Because a lot of times, if they just get a reminder, yeah, you got an appointment, oh, I can't make it, you know, oh, I got to call them and reschedule, they'll either won't do it and just not show up. Right. Or if they get a text reminder and they go, oh, crap, I forgot about that. You know what? I don't need it anymore. They can click the cancel button and it'll cancel it right out of your system. And the nice thing is it's all automated. Like you don't have it's to. All, it's it's all automated. And then in the reschedule is what's really nice, which gets used is they hit the reschedule link. It it pops open your calendar. They can pick another time that's available, click it, and it in your in the system it changes it changes and moves everything and then sends you an update. You know, this is you know, a new a new appointment has been scheduled by this person and it's all automated. Yeah, right. And that's that's what we had to do uh to set up the podcast was and I like that it's it's clean. It's organized, and you could also edit and block out the time, right? Like if you had a last-minute thing come up on Friday and you weren't available, you can block out the schedule for that day. So, and and the the reason I like Google so much, I've really started to embrace and I've always used Google, um, but I've really started to embrace it recently. I mean, if you're a business and and you're still using an at Gmail and at Yahoo and at Comcast and at AOL email address for your business man are you you're you shouldn't be doing that because <laughs> one your email deliverability is horrible yeah um, at aol is a big one i see i cringe i'm like oh my god is aol still around <laughs> you know get a g suite account or it's not workplace it's it's google workplace but you know it costs six dollars a month and you can have your main email and as many aliases as you want um but it's at your business.com hmm. so it's you know, it's uh, 
And what is it? It's called uh, Google Workplace. It's it's now called Google Workplace. It used to be called G Suite. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yep. the Google it's Calendar. The Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's the it's the it's the business version of you know the Google you know platform. And like you said, you were going to hop into the calendar. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, and like my wife and I share a Google Calendar, and I'm still still trying to figure. Like we have it situated where she could add stuff, I can add stuff, and then we're also trying to figure out how we could private it. Like if she just wants to put something in her own note so it doesn't show up on my account, we're still trying to tweak and edit it. But let me tell you, that has saved our relationship many times because the ease of communication and knowing I can look at the calendar and she set an appointment saying, hey, we have such and such dinner at are my mom's house tonight you know and being able to see them be like okay well i'm not going to schedule an appointment that time <laughs> and you and and you, and you need that even more so now that you're a new papa yeah right exactly yeah even more now that i'm now that i'm juggling that too yeah no it's it's nice and especially google seems to make it the easiest is that how you use all your automation I, it's not how I use all my automation, but it's the foundation of my calendar system that I put in places that I put in place. Mm. I have them set up their main calendar and I, um, I have, I have my platform that I use. That is my umbrella. It basically does everything that you need for, you know, for a business. It's my winning systems platform. And it's a, it's a white label platform that is, off of another platform. I'm yeah. not going to name it because if you're just a regular business and you go and get this platform and you're found out, they'll actually end up booting you off and you have to go find an agency. Uh, so, gotcha. you know, right. it's, it's one of the things I've, it's why I, it's why I white label it. You know, when people come on as a client, I tell them what, what it is. So if I get hit by a bus, you know, they know the company, you know, that they can go yeah. to and they're not going to lose any of their stuff. I'm very, very transparent, but, um, the platform that I use literally handles everything, your calendar, your texting, your email, all of your conversations in one location, um, your, your funnels, your website, basically everything to run a business is under one umbrella. So now you're not, you're not, um, having all of these monthly subscriptions, Wix, Calendly, MailChimp, ActiveCampaign, all these different things that add up to quite a lot. Yeah, and I think that's intimidating for a lot of people too. You know, when they start diving in and they see all these systems, it's it's kind of it's overwhelming, right? It it is. It's and it's a lot to set up. It gets you're you're mix you're juggling a lot of stuff. And if you're not um, technically savvy, or if you're not comfortable around the computer and all that, it'll it'll freak some people out. Yeah, for sure. Like the woman who just came on with me last, you know, this she actually she just signed up um, two weeks ago. She's just like, I don't, she goes, I don't know how you do this all day long, but you've saved me so much time, you know? So she's going to be a great case study for me, which is one of the reasons I took her on. Right. Uh, but the Google, the nice thing about the Google calendar is I connect your, your Google account to it. So my, my calendar system looks at the Google calendar and I tell them, I'm like, all right, your main Google calendar, you put your entire life on. If you need, if you, if something comes up and you need to take off, you just put an out of office before you leave your office or on your phone, put an out of office in that space. Yeah. 
Um, you know, if you or if you're going out to dinner, you know, with Brittany and you just you did put you put it on there, boom. So what once you put it on the Google Calendar, my system sees that and it automatically takes it off your calendar. So if somebody comes across your website, wants to book your service, um, whatever, like so the one I'm setting up with the woman right now, she does massage, she does chair massage and full massage. Mm. And she's got two calendars that people can book whenever she wants, whenever they want. But if she's got something coming up, it's it, it prevents overbooking. Right. Because as long as I, I train them, I go, everything goes on this one calendar, you know, and um, the the system looks at it and automatically takes it off. Yeah, that's it's nice to have because it's uh, out of sight, out of mind. And especially with somebody who has to juggle so many different clients and so many different appointments, it kind of it takes one less thing off your plate, you know. Anybody that does that has to book services like that and is still doing it the old way, sending an email, you know, hey, can I come in at this time? And they look at the they look at their calendar and they text back, oh yeah, yep, yep, I'm available. Anybody that's doing that is wait. It's it's wasting so much time and energy that they could be focusing more either on their business or on their family. Yeah, um, and it's it's just it's more organized and, you know, in place. And that's what I'm trying to teach. That's why I, I started working with established businesses, trying to help them with lead gen and all that. Um, and I'm still, I'm still going to do that on a point, but I'm, I'm leaning towards really enjoying helping startups and all that build their foundation properly. Right. And what, how do you measure the success. I guess let's start with like if somebody comes to you, they're starting from the ground up. How do you strategize with them to to figure out how they can achieve their goals? I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, you're getting into the ROI range, and you know I did I did that with regards to um, you know when I was working with restaurants, we actually had a full database. So if, if someone it, it literally tracked every sale. So they literally knew how many people walked in the door from my campaign that I put in place. It tracked everything. When it comes to the stuff that I'm doing now for, for businesses, it's, it's, per, it's perceived value by the owner. And I just, I, we, we talk about what they're, what they have in place. They, they give me a list of every single subscription, every, anything that they have, in place that they're spending money on. And I try to save them money there if I can. Um, and I, I just ask them about, tell me what your process is and tell me what you, th- I, I try to listen as much as possible in the beginning. I don't try to tell people what they do. I mean, I've always hated that with marketers, but come with me and I'll add 20%, you know, to your, I'll, yeah. you know, I'll make you 20% more that like, how do you know? How do you know that you can give them, make them 20%? You don't even know what the hell they need. You know, ask questions and listen. (laughs) Right. And that's, I think a lot of people in that perspective don't. I mean, that just shows that, I don't know, salesman sounds like like a weird term for you because it's, I guess in a sense, you're kind of selling your business. But I think that's what makes a great salesperson is the fact that you're listening more than, than you're talking, right? Yeah. And, 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 and marketers in general, you know, they get a bad rap because there's a lot of slime in this business. There is a ton of slime in my in this industry. Um, 
and it's you know it, it's building that know like and trust that I've worked hard at over these past few months. Um, you know to you know to just to just build it. So when someone connects with me, I can say you know if you have any reserves, go look at this business coach or whatever who's working with me, and you know let them you know let them know. Yeah. No, it's it's same with real estate. Real estate's the same way. I mean, we're we're Very trusted true. just above <laughs> uh, used car salesmen, you know. So whenever somebody meets a real estate agent, they're always they always kind of have their their protective barrier up, right? The only way you take that down is just by listening to them and coming up with solutions to their problem. So that's it. You said it right there, Corey. Solve the problem. Yeah. You right. Know. Some sometimes a business doesn't know what their problem is they have to be you know shown but it, it's starting off by you know tell me a little bit about your business structure you know what are you spending money on what are you doing what's your what's your day like tell me what's your day like and when i, you know, I said well i'm you know man i'm responding responding to emails you know i'll, I'll give you a, a i'll give you a use case that i'm just about ready to launch next week um this is uh for a um a cafe i built an entire digital uh, menu forum, um, texting, QR codes, touchless menus, the whole nine yards uh, with regards to the touchless system. But one of the things he, he had trouble with is, is answering the phone. The phone's ringing. He's trying to get, you know, things done. And people are asking, in my opinion, stupid questions <laughs> that they could easily find out online. Yeah. It's laziness. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, the majority, I mean, and I, I'm lazy, I'm, I'll, I'll admit it, but I'm lazy for myself. I'm not going to waste somebody's time being lazy. Yeah. I got to so, tell this story because this is hilarious. I just, my okay. sister just told me this today. My sister works at Tossin Fire. It's like a pizza place that's over here. Okay. She literally got a phone call today and said, do you guys sell pizza? <laughs> And the name is Toss and Fire Pizza. <laughs> like that's their name. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean I, to derail you, but anyways, you're talking about the, the phone call, right? Right. No, so how it, do you it, automate that? So what he basically what he doesn't want he doesn't want to be have to answer the phone anymore. You know, he he'll he what he wants to do is if if you he wants to be able to respond to a voicemail if he has to, but he wants to automate as much as possible. So I, I put together his entire online ordering system, put his menu together. It's going to be on Facebook and it'll be on online. So people will be able to order online and pay online now, uh, pre-order for their food, um, all that. If somebody calls, it's going to ring twice and then it's going to go to a message basically saying something like, sorry, we missed your call. If you're calling to place an order, it can be done from the website or Facebook. And if you're calling from a mobile phone for convenience you'll be texted a direct link to our menu and when they hang up 60 seconds later i say 30 seconds later i have it set for they get sent a text message saying sorry we missed your call here's a direct link you know uh, to if you uh here's a direct link to our order to place your order if you left a voicemail we will um respond as soon as possible nice. that voicemail goes into my my uh, my uh, business system and when that voicemail goes in it fires off a trigger that sends it to the owner saying hey someone just left a voicemail so now he knows that there's a voicemail in there that he has to go and listen to whenever he can right 
Right. He doesn't have to constantly go and say, oh, I got to see if there's any voicemails. He doesn't have to. He's getting he's getting sent an automated text saying that there is a voicemail on the system. And, and I don't then, I don't mean to like pull the curtain back on this whole thing, but how do you learn? How did you learn all these programs? It seems that it's very intricate. So how did you how did you teach yourself this? It's probably thousands of hours now. <laughs> right. It's in it, in it, what it is is it's is it's is it's learning um, different techniques from different, you know, this particular platform that I use was, um, I actually know one of the co-owners, it was built by an agency. So it was, you know, he got, he got himself a coder together and all this, and he built, he built this program with all of our problems that we normally have as, as an agency, we have to go out and find all of these different services, um, you know, Zapier and um, all these other services to try to stitch together a system to accommodate it all, accommodate it all. We still have to use a couple now, but now we have a system that does it all. Um, That's insane. And, and then, you know, you just learn You just learn the techniques. You know, it, it, it doesn't do it all. Sometimes we'll um, we'll go into, you know this particular service does a little bit better job. So we'll still use this, but we'll still pull it in and use this as the CRM, you know, right. and, and their email automation and text automation. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, um, it's just, it's very much like the podcast in the sense that when I started this podcast, my very first guest was Shauna. And when you listen to it, it sounded like it was recorded with a potato and it was just like it was terrible quality but as i've done this over the the past year now it's it's basically me google searching and youtubing you literally youtubing how to improve sound quality on with audacity how to record your own like it's always the self learning process and it seems especially in a business like marketing there's always new tools to learn there's always something new to teach yourself about and you have to you have to adapt and change um you know the um, if you don't move with technology and the times if you get stuck in the old ways there's nothing wrong with the old ways you can still you know if you want to talk about marketing you know i mean you know the old guerrilla marketing and stuff like that you can still do some of that but you need to be implementing the you know the newer stuff um it's it's you find your happy medium but some people just don't want to learn they don't want to change they're stuck especially the older guys you know that's well i think that's why you find success no matter what career you're in right because you are somebody who's fluid and able to go with change i couldn't tell you how many I mean, I guess it's it's less and less frequent because there's the, like the older, like you said, the older generation, the older style. There's agents that don't like to use social media, and that's that's been my driving factor of my businesses from social media, from uh, referral base. But that doesn't make them not successful in their sense. It's the weirdest thing because it's it's not a magic bullet. You know, social media is not a magic bullet for them. But they found their niche. They found their way to be successful. But they have a hard time saying, oh, you know, I could be using social media more to leverage more clients and more, more business from, you know what I mean? It's, and again, it's all it is, is get visible, deliver value. The, the money will come. If you, if, if you're, if you're constantly thinking about, I mean, yes, money's important. We all need to make money. I definitely need to make more of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, be, you know, I'm a, 
I, I'm a I'm a serial procrastinator. As as much as I do work hard, I, I'm also a serial overthinker. Yeah. So I I'll research things to death and I'll overthink. Oh, should I do it this way? And and that you know puts me puts me behind. I've gotten better. You know, I'm seeking therapy. You know, with myself. <laughs> but um, you know, so it's um. You, you just you just got to go with it. Just get visible and you know, and, and reach out. Ask for help. I mean, the, the the not there's so many places to get visible. Yeah. And I'll and I'll use the Liverpool Chamber of Commerce for. I just for had this Lucretia one. on. Actually, I just talked to Lucretia. Oh, oh, did you? Yeah, she's the sweetest woman ever. She's so nice. Known her, known her forever. I actually just moved over and did all of their website stuff and did all of their back end stuff. Nice. Uh, but um they uh they have a great team and she's she's man she's a, she's nothing against you know i'm 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 part of uh i'm i'm a honorary member i'm not an official member of the marketing team uh just because i don't like to take on things that i can't really commit myself to <laughs> yeah. but uh i'll 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 support them in any way but without her Man, it's it's going to be tough to fill her shoes whenever she decides to retire. What, and but, this is what I learned about her is very much like you. She's very fluid and is very able to like shift with the times. Like COVID hit, and then she's like, "Oh no, what do we do? Oh, okay, why don't we have a Zoom meeting where we have Coffee Tuesdays, and then all these businesses figure out and brainstorm how we could help each other still stay open during these businesses." And I think that's why she's successful why you're successful in what you're doing be- because the this the major focus is on being fluid and and accepting the changes as they come yeah i mean we um we put together and I, I don't know if you saw any any of them but did she talk about the 21 days of uh of prizes yep yeah she talked about that that was really cool i mean that and that's the thing she said she has a great support system that she didn't have to get too involved with. Like it was all the volunteers that were, that really put a lot of hard time and, and, and work into that, you know, it, it was, it would not have worked with just one person, Yeah, you know, the, you know, uh, Mark Cardone from rooftop realty. He, uh, yeah. he, he, he was the one that came up with the idea about, about it. And then we all hopped in and tried to figure out, all right, how are we going to do it? And then me being the technical nerd, I came up, I'm like, we can just do, we can do lives and we'll just go live. I will use my StreamYard account and, um, you know, I'll just be the guy behind the curtain and I'll do everything for the whole, the whole thing. We'll bring other guest speakers on and just do it. And it worked out, you know, was it perfect? No, we got some things to learn, but, uh, it it was great. But what I was, what I was, we got. I got off a little bit of a tangent. No, it's okay. I interrupted with Lucretia. How nice of a woman she was. I'm actually glad you did because what I was saying about getting visible with businesses is there's so many chambers of commerce out there. There's so many groups. You know, when I when I moved into Rochester, I'm like, all right, I want to hop in. I want to find a chamber. So I looked around. You know, there's chambers all over the place, but some of them are dead. Yeah, I mean not active at all the liverpool chamber of commerce has got to be you know the most active chamber around i guess you know and i I try to separate the syracuse you know the syracuse chamber um because it's a whole that's a whole nother area they're all more focused more towards corporate stuff right but for a small suburban chamber like liverpool i mean and have 
the members that they have and the activity that they have. It's, it was, it's just amazing. But what was disappointing was during this shutdown, during COVID, how many people just don't get visible. Yeah. They don't hop in and have a coffee talk, get up and, you know, just make the time. I mean, there was 400 and something, 400 members or something, I think, in the chamber right now. And on average, you know, we'd have the same, you know, we'd always have about five to eight or so new new, new people would pop in every Tuesday. Because yeah. every Tuesday morning at eight o'clock are our, are our coffee talks. And we hop on for an hour from between eight and nine, and we just we come up with a topic. Um, two of the two of the business coaches um, took on that, and they've been they've been running it the whole time for the chamber. They've been instrumental in the coffee talks, and that's Barb Stone and Jim McIntyre. That's cool. But the 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 fact that people weren't coming in, um, I mean the the client that I just took on, she wouldn't have been a client if I didn't get visible. And come in. That could, that's going to lead to another client. That's going to lead to another one. Um, yeah, and that's I, and that's really important, especially as a new business, right? Like, how do you how would do you market yourself? Is it just by taking part in those events, or do you have like a step by step system for you? I don't really have a step by step system just yet. I haven't started pushing myself hard yet. Yeah, right. You said uh, the last couple of months you've shifted focus. To this. I've shifted out. I'm, I'm in the process right now of building a new site uh, with all my services, and the, a lot of my services are actually purchasable right from the website. Um, oh, that's even better. There. So, you know, it, it'll they'll be able to hop on. It'll purchase it. It'll it'll ask to schedule an appointment with me so we can do the onboarding and setup. And it's you know it's just it's all done, but. Uh, it's, it's, it, what I'm, what am I going to be doing? I'm going to be getting visible and I'm going to be delivering value. I'm going to be talking about, um, Google. I'm going to be talking about text automation. I'm going to be talking about, you know, QR codes, NFC, um, touchless technology. That's a, that's, you know, that's, I make, um, I know this is a, uh, a podcast, but you can see me. Yeah. I make these, I make these cards for, um, all my, uh, for the restaurants, Oh, nice. So they can literally just touch touch with their phone, and the menu pops up. Oh, nice. If they, if they don't have NFC, they can scan it with a QR code, or they can just enter it in, but it's all touchless. So That's I've cool. uh, the the one restaurant in um, in Albany was averaging about two hundred and fifty dollars a month to five hundred dollars a month in, in printing their menus. That's gone now. They went 100% to this. Whoa. And, and they're, it's, these are on every single table, and this is their menu system. So if you want to come in and see the menu, you need to scan this. What if What if you have a, a person that doesn't have a smartphone? Like I know I, the first person I think of is my grandma Gomes, where she just has a flip phone, a Nokia flip phone. Yep. So that was a concern. So they do have a handful of menus, just okay. a handful. For those cases, but not five hundred dollars worth. No, they no. I've, they've I've saved them a ton of money. On Dimes and quarters that, now. He, he, he was spending that on that. He was spending five hundred dollars a month on reputation management from a company that was doing nothing. I looked on their back end. I'm like, I go, do you know what these guys have been doing for you? He's like, I have no clue. I, I go, have you seen any real return? I'm like, no. I go, cancel them. <laughs> I go, yeah, right. I, I'll put it in place for you. Um, they just. It, 
the amount of money that businesses are spending, they're not really looking at what their monthly is. And I'm like, you know what? Every so often, hop into your credit card bills and see what you're get, what you're recurring, what you're paying for. Yeah. Do you really need that? Because uh, you know, the recurring revenue model is where everyone's going. That's where I am. I'm. I do a recurring revenue business. You come on with me. It is most most like, especially when you get into any of my systems, you're 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 going to be tied into a monthly fee. Um, but um the 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 recurring revenue model is where everyone's going so you need to look and i'll guarantee that you're finding stuff that you're spending that you shouldn't be spending anywhere you should cancel it <laughs> right right and i think that's that happens a lot with uh especially new businesses because they want to they want to spend money on on marketing and they want to be able to do this and then they don't realize what their ROI or their return on investment really is and in that case it sounded like he wasn't getting any any return on it i've I, you know and and he he was one of the ones that was resistant you know and i'm actually going to be putting it in place for him about restaurants don't like to give stuff away hmm. and most businesses don't know oh, i'm going to devalue my business i don't want to give anything away it's going to cost me too much i'm like i've i've proved it and and other co- colleagues of mine have proved it hand over fist we like we do bogos all the time for the start of a vip program because, well, I'm not giving. I'm not giving a you know a free free meal. I go. You're not giving it away. You're actually paying for it. You're getting a name, email, and a phone number that you can ask back in to your establishment at times of in need whenever you want. Right. That's what you paid for. That's what that free meal paid for. You know, you give, you we give away a you know a free um, appetizer. We've proved hand over that with that free. Um, item, the average ticket is normally the same, but in most cases, it was always over what their normal average ticket was. Listen, you give me a free appetizer, you give me some free mozzarellas, I'm going to buy some drinks, too. Buy some drinks! (laughs) I've got fried pickles, i got fried mozzarella sticks, listen, i got potatoes, I'm going to get a drink now. (laughs) You know, a birthday program. Birthday program is one of the easiest things to do. I'm going to actually, you know, suggest it to this massage girl. I haven't talked to her about it yet, but, you know, on your birthday, come in for a free 15 or 30 minute chair massage, you know, who knows that could turn into, she, she also has other essential oils and other stuff that she does that could turn into a lot of different things. Right. Um, you know, give, give, give somebody a free dessert, anything it's going to turn into money. I just, I think it's mind boggling the mind block that businesses have that I'm not going to give it away. It's going to cost me too much money. It's right. like, no, it's not. I make money. I guarantee it. Why do you think Dunkin' Donuts, you know, who was who it that just told me um, that they went through Lights on the Lake this year and Dunkin' Donuts was giving away a $5 gift card to every single car that went through? Yeah, exactly. So you're, t- you're telling me Dunkin' Donuts doesn't know what they're doing. They're wasting their money by giving that $5. Because I tell you right now, that $5 gift card, they made probably three times that with the order that came in. I'm telling you right now, Bill, we got one of those $5 gift certificates. We went to Dunkin', both got our coffee, both bought breakfast sandwiches and uh, like hash browns for Ashen to give to him. So it's like I just spent way more than I normally would rather than just two coffees, you know? Here's the thing. And then a lot of people say, well, all right, I'll give a free appetizer, but they need to purchase this much. I'm like, no, just the free appetizer, no conditions. No conditions. They're like, yeah. no. I'm like, are you going to get the occasional 
a-hole that's going to come in and just get the appetizer, eat the appetizer, and leave. Yeah. Yes, it's going to happen once or twice. Yeah. Whoopee. Yeah. But the majority of the people that are going to come in, they're like, man, he's no restrictions. I can come in. You know what? Let's, you know, let's go in. I got a free appetizer. Let's, and you're, they're going to order their meals. 100%. I, they're, they're, it's gonna work 100% well and it just uh, sometimes it also takes an outside perspective for them to hear like they just need to hear what Shauna has a thing where sometimes it's easier for somebody else to call the baby ugly right <laughs> I've yeah. heard Shauna say that to me before it happens, our, it happens in our relationships too even though it's something we, we might have told our significant other or our significant older has told us yeah and we've been stubborn about it or whatever. And then we hear it from somebody else and we're like, yeah, that actually makes sense. And you're, you're significant. I was doing this going. Yeah. Yep. I just told you that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now I heard it. But now, but now Mike told me, so maybe, maybe I do get angry when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Last question I'll ask. If there's one thing that a new business, it'll be a two part question that a new business should do right now to increase sales or to market themselves more or an experienced business. So maybe maybe it'll be the same answer for both. I, I mean, one, it's always going to be get more visible. You know, it, that's going to be the big, just get visible as much as you can. And then, you know, second is make sure you're building a database that that is usable. Those are the two things. Get visible and build a database that you can leverage, that you own. Why do people go to, you know, they, they they go to billboards, they go to the TV, they go to radio and all that. Um, you know, they, they rent ads in the movie theaters. They all work, but why do they do it? Because they have an audience. Those companies have built a database that they own. So they want you to advertise with them so and then once you once that advertising campaign's done, they want you to come back so you can access that again. All right. So there's, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but put something in place. Put, I don't know if you've even you've seen it in the ads. You know, there's there's companies that are starting to put QR codes on TV TV commercials mm-hmm. and other ways that they're getting that person to engage with them. But what they're doing is they're getting their their name email and they're pulling them off that platform getting them into a database that the owner owns so they don't so next time after 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 so long they're not going to have to reach out to those the tv and all that unless they want to because they've built an enormous database of loyal followers that you know that when you send it out and you treat them properly, you know, your, your conversions are going to be 10, 15, 20% on that email blast or that text blast that you put out. Right. Right. Now, speaking of visible, how would somebody find you, find your information, find your business where you could help them grow their database? Easiest way is just to, uh, you know, go to get WMS.com G E T WMS.com and reach out to me for a free consultation. Uh, and and I've always I've always said that no, anybody who gets on the phone with me is going to walk away with something that they didn't know. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, I and, feel like I'm walking away with this podcast with a lot of information. I have a lot of notes jotted down. 
you know, and again, Corey, use me as a use me as a as a resource if if you're starting to do your own research on how to you know on how to you know do something. Fire me off! Fire me off an email. Fire me, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to if I'd rather I'd rather point somebody in the right direction, you know, because some the one thing that people don't realize everybody is not your customer. Yeah. Depending on where they are in their life, depending on where they are in their business, everybody is not your customer, but they might be down the road. Help them out as much as you can. Some people will just like, well, if you can't pay me, I'm not doing anything for you. You know? Right. Well, I mean, if, if, if I'm too expensive for you right now, I'm going to give you some guidance to maybe help you down the right path to do it on your own. Here, go here, go here, go here and study it on your own. If right. you have to, we all have to, especially in the beginning when we have no money, yeah, uh, right. we have to, we have to do it on our own, but sometimes it helps to have a little guidance on what you should be studying, you know, yeah. and, and I've, I've always, I've always done that. I'm going to deliver value regardless because I want to, it's the right thing to do. And I always think, you know, karma comes around, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, for sure. And I think um, that's why that makes you such a great human being, Bill. So, I mean, I, I, I'm far from perfect. You know, if my wife was there, she was like, oh, my God. What Scratching is her head, <laughs> rolling her eyes. But, you know, it, it, the, it, we all there, – there's there's definitely a hard side of me, you know, but if you're someone who's willing to, you know, ask for help and want help, um, there's, there's, there's a particular friend of mine who I won't – I won't name, still love him to death, but <laughs> – have, have you um and you can you can bleep me out on any of oh you any can swear the- no that's all right you can swear it doesn't matter oh, okay to swear you know it's not this isn't horrible but we all know the term and you can you if you don't know the term look it up because it's a real term he's my favorite asshole oh yeah h-o-l-e yeah ask hole because there's a lot of them out there in this world they will ask you a question. They will ask you how you do this or how you would do this. And when you give them the answer that you know works or in your best opinion works, they're going, oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> or they just don't do it. They'll do the opposite. Right. <laughs> right. That drives me nuts when someone asks me my opinion on something. Hey, what would you do this? And I tell them, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, what, what the? Why'd you ask me? <laughs> he's 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 in my he's in my he's in my phone as asshole (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing you know everybody's got one of those friends i think (laughs) you know we talked i talk to him almost every day and it's just one of those things where you know it's just you you just have to laugh yeah for sure bill thank you for doing this i appreciate you uh taking an hour out of your schedule to do this for me I, I appreciate you having me. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And, uh, you know, I hope, uh, I mean, reach out to me and let's hop on a zoom or something, you know, not on, you know, not on. And if yeah. you, uh, let me know what you got going on and I can, uh, I can help you out with whatever. Yeah, totally. Thanks, man. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for listening to the show. The love and support that you guys show me is such a wonderful thing. From the text messages to social media posts, it's just a constant reminder of how many awesome people I have in my life. 
If you want to support the show, make sure you subscribe, follow, like the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with your friends and tell them what your favorite episode is. If you think yourself or someone you may know would be great on the podcast, reach out to me and we can make it happen. I love putting these out and getting a chance to talk to so many interesting people is so incredible. So thank you for giving me your time and I appreciate you guys more than I can put into words. I love you people very much.